everyone has always heard of good cop, bad cop. And it's the same thing when it comes to your background investigator. Let's discuss. Hey, before we get started, listen, those gifts are still in the description for you. The Getting Started Workshop is going to walk you through each stage of the hiring process so you know what you have to look forward to. Plus, there's some hidden bonuses in there, but you'll go in, you'll have a better understanding of what your process is going to look like, or at least what each stage will look like going through. Additionally, if you have any questions that's specific to your hiring process, any questions about your background, the polygraph, your psychological your board interview, all these major things that can be hurdles or just make it smooth sailing, reach out to a free coaching call with myself. As I said, both of these are my gift to you. Get them both, pick the one you want. It doesn't matter. Enjoy them. Now, how do we deal with background investigators? And the answer is, it depends on which one you get. Now, I would like to tell you that there's two types of background invest investigators, excuse me. One is your good cop, one is your bad cop. However, if you get a really good background investigator, you get a blend of the two. Let's break it down to your bad cop and what that's going to look like. Your bad cop is going to come in and say you have a pretty good background, you know, your PQS, your police history questionnaire, your police history statement, whatever they call it. You come in and there's not much on there. You know, maybe you've had a speeding ticket a few years ago. You've never used any type of illegal substances. You've never been in trouble with the law. And let's just say you have a fairly clean background. Your background investigator, the bad cop, is going to come in and it's going to be something like this. I teach you this because I don't want you to fall for these tricks, right, where they get in your head and it causes you to say something that's actually not true, right? They just, well, maybe if I just tell them something, they'll stop drilling me. Your bad cop looks like this. Hey, I see that you have this here. I see that you only put a speeding ticket. I see that you've never used any drugs. Let me tell you right now, if if we find anything in your background whatsoever, you're going to be disqualified from us and any other department you ever apply to. I'll make sure that if you lie on any part of this background packet and, and you're saying you've never done any drugs, you need to just be honest with me right now. Be honest with me and, and we'll be able to move forward. But if you're not honest, then, then I'm just going to make sure you're never a cop with us or any other department ever. And that's your bad cop, right? They're using fear to, to drive you, to try and motivate you to get to see if someone's lying. And in their defense, they have had a lot of candidates lie or fail to disclose anything, right? They'll even add in a part. If You better tell me if you omit anything, I'll make sure that you're never a law enforcement officer. While they don't have that type of power, right? It's still a very scary tactic, especially because you go into it, you think, hey, I'm moving forward in this process. And then next thing you know, you're being interrogated by some detective or background investigator that is just probably can't do the job anymore. But I, anyway, I digress. I shouldn't say that. By someone who is is has a different way of doing things. The bad cop process, while it can be effective, isn't usually the best process and, and it, it can just lead to more issues. What I'm getting at is don't let the bad cop intimidate you, right? That's the whole goal of the bad cop is to intimidate you to get you to say something. Hey, if you've ever, if you've ever done anything, I'm going to find it. And when I find it, you're gone, you're out of here. I'm going to make sure of that. Opposed to 
well, what do you want me to say? Hey, I've, I've never done an illegal drug, right? I've never done a legal drug. And what they're hoping, of, well, one time I, I, you know, I took um, an extra painkiller that was prescribed to me after a surgery uh, before the hours were up. And then next thing you know, this background investigator's writing um, abuses pain medication or, or something along that line. That's not the truth. That's why you, you, you don't want to say it. You don't have to disclose something like that. That's that's not that's not what what the background packet is for, right? And and when you do disclose that in in the bad cop scenario, it looks like you're trying to hide something. So don't let them pressure you into saying saying something along those lines. Now, obviously, never lie on your background packets and and never omit anything, never lie by omission. But at the at the other aspect of it, don't be overt and say something that that can be construed as as misrepresentation, right? Don't misrepresent yourself. Well, you know, I I did take you know one one pain medication an hour early after I had my knee operated on. They're gonna be like, oh, you know, abuses pain medication, lied on document, um, illegal use of prescription medication. That's it's not illegal use of prescription medication, but if you open that door, they're going to run with it, especially if you have that personality of the bad cop, just because that's their personality. Okay, let's jump over to the good cop. Here's the good cop, and this is one that works really well on a lot of people. The bad cop works, but the good cop definitely works a whole lot better. The good cop goes in and says, hey, it's nice to meet you. you know, I'm Frank. I'll be doing your background investigation. Listen, let's just kick this off. I, I went through your background investigation right off the bat. Is there anything that's not in here that, that I need to know about? Because if there isn't and I find it, I can't help you, right? If you tell me now, we're good to go. We can work through anything. But as I go through these, I'm going to try and I'm going to try and ask you some questions just to get some clarity on it. And if you can think of any little thing, any little thing, chances are it's not even going to matter, but any little thing, if you tell me, here we're good if, if we find out anything or it doesn't matter how small if we find out anything after this i can't help you and you're probably not going to get hired and it's just going to negatively affect you the whole way through your process so just tell me here now and then they're going to start reading off things that that most people tend to omit or lie about they'll say have you ever done a drug even a little have you ever have you ever used a drug that's that's that you shouldn't have used before or have you ever used a prescription drug that's not yours or maybe maybe you've taken too many prescription drugs and and they're trying to get you to say oh well you know one time right after my knee surgery i took uh an extra pain uh pain medication right an hour before i was supposed to right no that's that's not what they're looking for that's not what you that's not the purposes of the background like i said earlier it don't fall for that trap, right? They're because they're sitting here saying any little thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just tell me that. Um, and they're writing down abuse prescription medication or illegally used prescription medication, right? And they're saying, okay, how long ago? That's it's not a big deal. How long ago? Oh, that. Oh, so your surgery was was two years ago. Okay, so two years ago. And then and then you used that prescription medication. Uh, you took too many one time. Okay. And then you say, well, no, 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 I didn't take too many. I just, you know, I was supposed to, it's supposed to take one every four hours, but my knee was really hurting and I took one um, at the three hour mark. But my doctor said it was okay. Yeah, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, how long were you on that prescription medication? It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Oh, okay. Okay. You were on it for, 
for that long. And then did you keep taking it afterwards? No, 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 no. Okay. No, not even once. And like I said, it's not a big deal. It's not a big, just, just tell me. And then I can, I can mark this off and just move on to the next thing. No, no. Did you, did you take aspirin afterwards? And they start going down this rabbit hole with you to try and get you to admit to anything. And that's a good cop. They seem like your friend and chances are you're going to fall for it. Even after watching this video, you're going to fall for it. And you're going to come back and say, Frank, I admitted to abusing aspirin, even though I've never abused aspirin. And you're going to tell me that in the comments. And I'm going to laugh. And is it going to ruin your chances of becoming a police officer? No. Is it going to pop a flag? Yes. If you misarticulate it, can it hurt you? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, hopefully you can just get over the top of that hurdle and move forward. But that is the problem with the good cop, right? The good cop is going to be so friendly that you think you're going to be able to tell them anything. Hey, have you ever had any any issues at home, even if the cops weren't called? Um, no, no, no. Have, have, you know, the cops have never been called to your house. No. Uh, what about when you were a kid? You know, oh, well, not that. Well, one time they did show up. We were having a barbecue. Oh, OK. So so why didn't you put that in your background packet? Oh, I, I didn't even remember until you just mentioned it. You know, we were having a barbecue and and, you know, we were shooting off fireworks on the 4th of July. OK, OK. So so they showed up due to illegal fireworks. And you're going to say, I I didn't say that. No, they didn't show up due to illegal fireworks. The fireworks were 100 percent legal. They were just sparklers. And someone called the the cops because they saw, you know, kids running around with sparklers. And now you're going down this rabbit hole and they're marking, hey, cops responded to the house due to illegal sparklers. And they're going to try and investigate this and they're going to try and get this whole rap sheet. They're not your friends. No one is your friend. Your background investigator is not your friend. The bad cop is not your friend. The good cop is not your friend. The blend of the two, which we're going to get to, is not your friend, right? Just understand that they're there to try to catch people who are lying. That's not you. You're an honest candidate. You're going through. You're going to be honest. You're not being overt. You're being honest, right? You're not You're not creating this story based on your perspective. You're only providing facts of of information that you know, facts, not opinion, facts. And if you go down the opinion aspect, you're not actually telling the truth. You're just being overt. You're saying, oh yeah, the cops showed up to my house. I was six years old. And, and I remember that my dad talking about when the cops showed up because we were having a barbecue on the 4th of July and kids were running around with sprinklers. You were six. You're, you're just telling the story from your dad's perspective. You don't know the exact aspect of it. So when the background investigator writes, oh, police responded to the house due to illegal use of fireworks, that's not accurate, right? Because no one knows. Unless there's a police report where it's documented in black and white, it's it's not accurate. It's an opinion based on, on your, your concept of secondhand knowledge. All right, moving on. So that's your good cop, right? Those are your bad, there's your good. Now you have the in between, which is what I like to do a lot when I was investigating things and interrogating people and then even reviewing police candidates and applicants when we were going through the hiring process. I'd go through, hey, listen, my name's Frank. A couple things to start this off with. I'm going to be your background investigator or I'm going to start your background investigation. I'm going to get some more information from you. A couple things you need to know right off the bat. You need to be completely honest with me because if you're not honest, then, then it just goes real bad from here. 
right? And and you're we're going to find out and you're not going to get hired. That being said, though, if you are honest with me, chances are the things you're worried about are not even big, big things. I can work with you on them. I just need to know because if I find them out from another source, from your references or anything like that, from our investigation, it's going to hurt you and it's going to hurt your chances of getting hired. So let's just be honest with each other. I can help you get through pretty much everything and we'll go from there. Sound fair enough? And they're, they're going to be like, oh, okay, hey, yeah, this guy's, this guy's tough, but good, tough, but fair. And usually that relaxes people and say, hey, there's nothing here that I need to know about. And I use both techniques. I'm like, okay, hey, says you've never used any drugs here. I'm any, any type of drug. Were you in the car with people when they were smoking marijuana and all the windows were rolled up? Oh, well, yeah, I was in. Okay, cool. Okay, I got you. All right. All right, no worries. Not an issue. Let's move on. All right. Have you have the law has law enforcement ever been to your house for any type of domestic issue? No, never. What any type of issue as long. Okay. What did law enforcement show up to your house for? Okay. They showed up because you guys had fireworks. That's what you were told. Okay. Got fireworks. That's what you were told. All right. And what from there happened? You know, I was, you were six years old, so you don't know anything. Okay. Roger that moving on. All right. Have you ever been in an accident? Okay, you've never been in an accident. Have you have you ever been in a vehicle that's been in an accident, whether you're at fault or not? Oh, so you were in an accident at one point. Okay, you were the passenger. All right, who was the driver of that vehicle? Got it. Okay, good to know. And that's how it goes, right? And and you just every now and then, as the you know, as that balance um, investigator between good and bad, you say, hey, listen, you got to be honest with me, right? I, and usually, if you have a well trained investigator or law enforcement officer, you're looking for those cues of people being hesitant. Hey, you got to be honest with me right now. I, I can tell something's up. Just tell me what you're thinking. No, no, I just, it doesn't matter what it, just tell me what's going through your head right now. Okay, good. Got it. Appreciate it. And I jot it down and I move on. Now that's the best you can hope for, but at the same point in time, you're still not trying to be overt, right? And if they ask you this and there's nothing really to tell them and they say, hey, I see you're thinking about something. You're saying, you wind up telling them, I'm trying to think if there's anything I'm I'm forgetting, but that's that's what I'm thinking about right now. Now, if something does pop in your head and it is something that needs to be disclosed, you need to disclose it right there on the spot. And if they ask you, hey, why didn't you disclose that? And you just say, hey, I did not even remember this until you just stated it in, in that way, right? You just jogged my memory. Like, okay, um, didn't put it down because, or or I'm filling it in, individual forgot to mention this, you know, disclose it during interview. And then that's it. And then you go through and they do your background investigation and you move on to the next phase. And that is it. So listen, I hope this helps. It There's a lot to this. Obviously, we can do more videos on background investigators, but those are the two main ones you're going to see and a combination of those two. As always, those gifts are still down in the description. Use them. The Getting Started Workshop is going to help you know every phase to include the background investigation and the interview. It's going to give you way more detail on it than what we went over today. Additionally, if you have something specific to you, to your hiring process, sign up for a free coaching call. I will help you work through whatever you have, whether it's hurdles or just questions. I'll break them all down for you so that you know how to best move forward. Stay safe, and I will see you next time.